Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Welcome back. Another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, hsvinsideout.com. That's the easy way to get there. You can go the long way, hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. That's the website. My name is Randy Kentrell. I'm the, uh, right now I'm the outside, I guess. He's Mr. Inside. He is the one, the only Dennis Simpson. From Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. And it's a, it's, we're, we're in the beautiful time of year. We woke up this morning. Lake was pristinely flat, uh, mirror finish, and just the kind of that Mediterranean type look, you know, how big is this lake? So the people that aren't familiar with the village, so this lake behind you is these 210 acres, uh, third largest, no, um, second largest, fourth fourth, largest, fourth largest, probably. Yeah. But, but like, like we've mentioned before, the, the magic here is that we have a Marina and Balboa is the only other lake that has a Marina. And there are other lakes that are relatively this size. There's a couple on the East end that are close to this size, but unless you like lugging gasoline down to your boat, it can be kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, I'm not a boat owner and never have been, but I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do that. I am lazy. So I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> that's the overarching story. Randy's yeah. lazy and doesn't yeah, want to. Well, you know, it doesn't even matter if you're lazy. For example, if, if you're a vigorous person and, and you want to, uh, uh, build on, or have a home on the North side of Lake Coronado, which is beautiful. I think it's like six or 700 acres, man, it's 70 and 80 steps down to the water to take care of your gasoline. Yeah. 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 Forget that. Okay. Before we move on to the main, the main topic, which is kind of the seasons in the village, Mm -hmm. because we're approaching fall or autumn or whatever, Mm -hmm. but real quick. So water or, or motorized water sports are not allowed on just any of the lakes actually um lake lago does or did i not word that properly yeah 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 uh well and in here let, let's be more in other specific. words skiing or any of that kind of stuff can be done uh, yeah you, you can you can ski here we've had a lot of questions yeah about but you can't skis. do that on all the lakes no there. no 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 some of them are too small uh but but for example um uh jet skis have been a real push of late and, and I think what's happened, I think it's kind of a generational thing. I think that people that, you know, your age and mine that, you know, well, let's have a jet ski and, and, or, or younger, of course. Yep. And the older generation, I had a lady tell me one time in a computer club meeting, she said, do you see how they run those things? I was like, no, we don't allow it. I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't see how we do All it. Right. So I think that may be another one of the things that we're going to entertain, by the way, two, two interesting topics coming up. Uh, we do have an archery range now. That's been a big yeah. push for quite yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think, I think I hear rumors. I can't confirm nor deny, but I think we're going to have a garden plot center pretty soon where you could, you know, kind of grow your own veggies or, you, you know, go. have a common area to do that. Yeah. Uh, I hope we can do that. Cause I got news for you. The ground here, hmm, no more, more suited for pine trees than it is for fruits and vegetables. Most oh, times. I didn't think about that. Well, I just yeah. think about the critters and I think about how in the world would you protect the thing from the critters? There's a guy just on, on Owensville that has a, uh, 
I think it's an eight foot tall tent a security fence all the way around his sunflower seeds, his yeah. potatoes, everything. Cause yeah, you're right. The critters are kind of overrun you. All right. We want to talk about we're uh, we're winding down summer and next comes fall. And for those of us that aren't inside the village, because I know when we first stayed at your place, one of the first things we asked you was how bad are the winters here? <laughs> you know, so seasonality, I'm, I'm very curious about seasonality, but you know, I don't know, kick us off about, about autumn and fall for folks that just come in the summer months and may not have even visited the place. Well, I, I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the national forest, just literally over the hill here, 1.7 million acres of national forest. And, um, the national forest has a, has an interesting criteria or an interesting, um, uh, objective. And that is, is they're supposed to serve, they're supposed to serve the public, uh, with the public lands. And by that, you know, well, yeah, some of it's logged and some of it's managed and some of it's just nature and some of it's just, you know, uh, pristine. And by that, one of the beautiful parts is, is that just as you go out Highway 7 and turn north, there's a few little patches you'll drive past that are just pine plantations. It's a pine forest. That's all it is. And it's plantation pine. You know, they're all the same height, all the same size. Doesn't yield to a lot of diversity. Let, let's put it this way. You're not going to run into a lot of deer on the road there because there's nothing for them to eat beside pine needles. Yep. And if your deer are eating pine needles, they're desperate. You yeah. know, it's between that and starvation. So as you'll see, you've seen my pictures behind me all the way. This is a very mixed hill. We'll have hickories that turn a beautiful red and, and orange. We'll have gums that go wild, crazy yellow and, and red. Uh, and then at the same time, we'll have the evergreens that stay. So it's a beautiful quilt patchwork. Now, as you go to the east end back on this side, there is a lot of plantation pine in particular, just past the Remax office and Ponce as you go back out that way, probably the last sixth of the village is kind of pine plantation. Now they're mixing it up a little, but it, that's how it was planted. It was even harvested. So it's clear cut, you know, right. uh, but in this area, the, the falls are just dynamite. Now you ask about what's winter and the bottom line in Arkansas with apologies to Brad Beaumont, we're going to come back to you in a minute, Brad, but with apologies to Brad Beaumont, uh, the winters are gray and rain. That's it. Now that's not gray the whole time. We're not talking Seattle, yeah, yeah. but uh, Brad Beaumont moved everything he had and his family from California moved from there, sold All everything. Right, now moved explain, here. Let's explain who Brad Beaumont is. Brad Beaumont is a recent uh, Californian who uh, invaded Arkansas. We joke about, um, he has a fascinating story. We're going to have him on soon. I met him the other day, finally personally met him. Uh, but he saw me online and we were talking about some stuff. He was on a forum called leaving California. Now, why would you be on a format? Mm -hmm. hmm, let's let that speak for itself. Shall we? Uh, he said he was sick up with the politics. The prices were astronomical. The people were crazy. They were rude. He said he came to Arkansas on my recommendation of all things, Randall. And he said he came and he found these incredibly nice people and, and he's a security guy um, and, and high security, great, great safety. Uh, he bought one home and then he bought another home and then he bought another home and then he bought another home. So you might say he's all in, yeah. uh, and hasn't been here a year. So he said, what are the winters like? And I said, it hardly ever snows. We have 14 inches the second week of February this last year. And, uh, I got a call from Brad Beaumont going, what the heck you said, you said, I'm like, easy there, Brad, 
It's an outlier. Any promises. It's an outlier. Well, we had, well, hey, in Dallas, Fort Worth, we had that, we had that big freeze. So I think the whole country suffered something. So there are, there are outliers there, but go back to the fall. So we're talking, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be similar to how it is here in Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, 80, 90 degrees hot in the summer. And that's typically going to break when we always, we had the Billy Graham crusade the third week of uh, September, about 25 years ago. And the reason they picked that week is because they knew that was kind of the breakover week where it was just beginning to see a little color. And okay. also it was always dry and the temperature that had broken and it was only 92 every night that show, but <laughs> <laughs> I know because I was involved in that, but anyway, I say that let, let's go to war uh, to the war Memorial amphitheater, the war Memorial football stadium and sit in 92 degree blazing. Sun yeah, heat. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, all that said, typically it does break about the third or fourth week. And then October is just really nice. I mean, yeah. really, really nice. Yeah. And because we, you can see the pictures around me, we have pines, we have oaks, we have hickories, just even on our side. And uh, there will be a lot of leaves and they will fall for quite a while. But generally by the second or third week of November, uh, probably third week of November, we've all typically lost them. Yeah, they're yeah. already fall, have fallen. Uh, we, I can't remember ever having a uh, snow on Thanksgiving ever, uh, yeah. not at all. Uh, but Thanksgiving, maybe if, if, if it's bad weather on Thanksgiving, it's a little cloudy, it's a little rainy. I, I tell you what, and this is one of the things Brad asked, and I, I should have, uh, Mr. Beaumont, uh, but, I, and I should have brought that up. He said, how much does it rain? Now, this is a guy coming from Southern California, right? We're never and I, exactly. And I said, well, between 65 and 75 inches a, a year and <laughs> He messaged back and he said, does the sun ever shine? <laughs> well, of course, shines all the time, you know, but when it rains, it rains, you know? Yeah. So, but it, it's a forested area. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just outside, outside of this area, and we were talking just a minute ago about fall, uh, you know, Eureka Springs, which is in the far Northeast corner of Arkansas, mm -hmm. uh, Fedville, Springdale, Rogers, that whole thing. They actually, Randy, they have a train, uh, an old timey train that runs from, from uh, Fort Smith up to Rogers and Bentonville and comes back down and goes up through the foliage areas. And it's because it's on a railroad track that was built 150 years ago. It's nowhere close to the highway. It, you're going through people's backyards. It's fantastic. So that's a great thing to do in the fall. And uh, it's just, it, to me, uh, I love the beautiful summer and I, I, I even love winter. But basically, fall is my number one and spring is my second because it's just so glorious. The the days, I mean, it, I mean, literally, it feels Mediterranean. You know, it's that. So we're talking time. late September, early October. And then by the time you get to Thanksgiving, fall's done. Yeah. And, and, and now we're into winter and the, and the rain is going to kind of kick in. Typically, mm -hmm, we're talking mm -hmm. in horrible ge generalities here because, well, we, we need to. But rain's going to kind of kick in. About that usually, same time, yeah. Usually, and and honestly, we 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 hope we're hoping for rain probably the second or third or even the first week of October, so that the fall lasts longer. Yeah. It well, the, the colors. Trees. I mean, the yeah, the rain and the sugar content in the trees. It's it's all they're about the water, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're interrelated. Uh, but uh, where I would go with that also is that that the the fall is beautiful that time, but in winter, and I, this is what I was telling Brad Beaumont, is that. We rail, rarely, if, if it gets down to 20 degrees, man, that's cold. That's really, really cold for us. It, that's so rare, so rare. So our winters nearly 
gee, I'd say up through February, which is our coldest month, but our winters typically are highs of forties and fifties. Uh, you see the deck behind me, well, the floor in here, we were out on the deck remodeling in December and we, you know, you, you had a jacket on or whatever, but you, you know, cut a piece of wood, come inside and whatever. And it, you know, if you left the door open, it wasn't a crisis. Uh, but it, you know, so it's ice, not, and, ice and snow are the outliers. Ice and snow are the outliers by far and away. Uh, and when we have the last time we had a 14 inch snow like that, uh, would be eight years, nine years ago. And then before that would have been about, uh, 12 years. So every yeah. decade we have yeah. a big snow, uh, and people are like, wow, when it snows, you just stay home. And I'm like, yeah, but it happens so rarely. Now that said, uh, we're sitting right here at this elevation, about 875 feet elevation. Um, and they call hot springs. This is not hot springs. This is hot springs village. And they call hot springs, the Valley of the vapors. And there's a reason they call it. That is because it's, it gets down to about 350 feet of elevation from here. I leave my house and go uh, literally a half mile up to another property. We have that's up on top of a hill on Valina looks out over the national forest. I swear it looks like Gatlinburg. It's stunning, stunning over the national forest. I left here and went over to one of those lots. It was a kind of a cool drizzly day. It wasn't a big deal. I went up as I was crossing probably about a little bit more than a third of a mile, maybe a quarter of a more than a third. As I started going up the hill, I got ready to turn around because everything was iced over. Everything was iced over. Mm. And it's literally as if you drove past a thermocline. And I was like, well, it's maybe 40 or 42 here. And I'm driving up another, you know, I guess uh, that that is 1300. So it's another 500 feet or so, yeah. give or take. Uh, and I probably went up another two or 300 feet of elevation and it was literally frozen over. The roads were frozen over. All the trees are just glistening with ice. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just turn around and drive back home. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been there. I don't remember when, but there can be, there can be some pretty serious fog mm -hmm. that can settle in. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. If you're stationary <laughs> you and know, dangerous if and yeah, dangerous. If, you're not, if you're not, if you're not driving in it, and I'm assuming that that's seems to me that that was a winter ish kind of a it's, thing. It's but. a winter ish thing, but that's probably, um, a sleeting or a, or a, 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 a snow event, something like that. And fog are just about the same. Cause we, we rarely get, we, we will get fog, but I mean, the kind of fog you're talking about, it stayed for several hours. Yeah. You know, most times yeah. uh, when we have fog, it, there's, there might it be burns off. Yeah. It burns off in a couple of hours. It's gone. You know. So then we've got winter and spring is going to kick in March. You know, that's, that's actually kind of the beauty. And I, I don't think I suffer from sads or anything, but I know I need my vitamin D and my sunshine. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, come the second or third week of, of uh, February, I'm like, you know, a little sunshine will be good. And I will tell you this, this sounds silly. One of the signs of spring, you know, see the Robin, that's the sign of spring. No, no. When the Oakland races start, that's the sign of spring. <laughs> it's not many days from now, the horse, the ponies are running, you know, yeah. and, and seriously, if the ponies are running, it ain't that cold. Yeah. You know, they're not going to yeah. get half me. And that's going to happen. And that's going to happen when? Uh, probably 15th, 20th of January is what they've been doing. Yeah. Okay. They've been doing that for probably 50 oh, years so that, er, so that early we'll see i'm not a i'm not a horse or a gambling guy so i didn't yeah, know yeah, but yeah. that seems early it, it really does for me too but i, I also when i look at that <clears throat> excuse me i know that the beginning of the season is like the 15th of january or something like that yeah 
Well, the end of it's going to come fifteenth uh, of April, first of May, right. something like that. Right. So you know it's going to go right through there, and you're like, okay, the the spring is coming, you know. Yeah. Uh, and typically, we're going to have things blooming, uh, and you know, like we talked about our Airbnbs. Uh, February is by far and away our slowest month. By March, we're booked back up again because everything's beginning to bud and bloom, and you right. know, it it may get down to a. Uh, 30 at the night, but it won't be for long. It'll be warm enough. February is going to be the coldest month, I'm assuming. Absolutely. And the hottest month? Uh, typically August. Yeah. And yeah. September is kind of a cooker too. I will say, let's come back to February just for a minute. People always kind of get hung up on the precipitation thing. Uh, one of the things, we, we, when we do have a 14-inch snow, the reason we really get caught out is because that's so rare. We, If we have a snow this winter, Typically it will snow on a Monday and Wednesday we're back at work, yeah. you know, and having not done anything cause it just warms back up. We stay at what a semi-tropic uh, semi-temporal area or whatever. We stay very close to that freezing range. So it doesn't, it just, uh, we, we warm up pretty quick, Yeah, you know, so the weather doesn't stay very long. It, it during the, during the winter thing here, of course, you know, power was a big deal. And I'm wondering, do people, do you, do you get questions, people asking about, cause you can see on social media and stuff, you can see people talk about power outages at various, at various times. How problematic is that during various times of the year? I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, I didn't know, and I still don't know that I fully understand why Mr. Cooper decided that he was going to put everything, all the, uh, electricity underground. Uh, he just wasn't a big fan of big power poles. And, and I understand. Uh, so the cables underground, the, 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 uh, power telephone, everything. And so, uh, if we have an outage, it's at the, it's at the substation or it's at the, the provider. Uh, I've been here nine years. We've had three power outages that were more than an hour, maybe. Yeah. N- never more than. Yeah. Well, we, we have right. more than that here during, yeah. during tornado <laughs> and thunderstorm season. Yeah. And, and it's just so rare because I mean, the, there's big power substations in the village Yeah, and, and if one of those takes a hit or something like that, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. But the, the good news is, is that the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, power workers don't have to go and try and fix 3000 houses. They go and change yeah. a fuse or a transformer and move it over we're yeah. back in business. So that's the real beauty of it. Uh, the Eastern end of the village, um, which is, uh, energy has really had a problem there. Um, and the reason I say that for them is because, and, and they don't even know this, I don't believe there's been so much growth in that area yeah. that whereas this would, this grew up over 40 years, 30 years right. and 40 years. Faster that grew up, yeah. 10 and 15. And they're, and they're just trying to grapple with the speed and keeping up with the load. So, yeah. um, outage, outages are more common over on that side. Let's you, you brought up the T word. We might as well talk about it. Uh, been coming here 20 years. We've had one tornado in the area. I had a lady one time, Modine Spruill, a shout out to Modine. Who's a, 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 a veteran, a realtor with Cooper and now with Remax, wonderful lady, sweet as she can be. And Modine said she had a gentleman from the weather service come and look at properties in the village one time. And you're welcome to look over my shoulder or any of these. And uh, at every point, when when you would look at the trees, the guy from the weather service would say, well, y'all don't have tornadoes here. And Modine was like, well, 
no, not really. But why do you bring that up? And he said, the tops of all your trees, they're perfectly intact. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Good so, point. yeah. And, and, you know, never occurred to me in any way possible that that was be the deal, you know? So, yeah. Anyway. Well, I would say as somebody that visits as often as I can, any time of the year is a great time to come and visit. Uh, there's the, the, the beauty is, uh, year round. It's different. Well, it's different, but it's absolutely year round. So and, that's, and here, that's my and shout out. And here's the thing, just the quick thing. If you love rolling hills, if you love water, if you love greenery, if you love nature, if you'll have to be away from it all, we're your place. If you're not, Hey, the city's for you. And that episode will air shortly. <laughs> yeah. Well, or it may have already aired. It you may know, have who already knows? Aired. Who knows? We're just, we're just shooting from the hip. Hey, exactly. we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching again. The website is hsvinsideout.com. Uh, I'll encourage you to join the Facebook group. There's a Facebook icon at our website. Click that and, uh, you're automatically in. So I'll let you say goodbye to everybody. Well, I tell you what, once again, as Randy said, please visit us HSV inside out hot Springs village inside out or on the Facebook page, which uh, probably is dangerously close to a thousand, just like the YouTube page that is dangerously close to a hundred at this point. And we got it. We busted it. We, hot dog, hot dog. One Oh one. That's a milestone for us being in this some um, 80 to 90 days kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yep. we really appreciate y'all listening for Dennis Simpson, hot Springs village inside out and Randy Cantrell. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.